If you'll turn to 2 Peter, take your Bible, turn to 2 Peter. This is not the message. I just want to read this uh, based on Brother Chris's uh, uh, prayer request, and, uh, police officers, and, and uh, we'll show you how bad this world's getting. And the Bible says um, that sin is going to abound in the last days. And men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, the Bible says. It means grow. They're gonna, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. It's going to snowball. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit of God is packing his suitcases because he's getting ready to go. He's getting ready to go. Let's read in Second uh, Peter chapter 2. Verse 8, the Bible says, For that righteous man dwelling among them. Does everybody have? I want you to read these words. I want you to see them. You have, um, you have a Bible, Ivan? Is there a Bible there? I want everybody to re- be able to read this. 2 Peter chapter 2. Second Peter 2. Got it? Yeah. All right. Everybody reading this. Ready? For that righteous man. What page is that? Pew Bible. What Pew Bible page is that, Brother Rob? 333 in the New Testament. Ivan in the back. 333. Pew Bible? Okay. He's got a Pew Bible. That's true. Folding chair Bible. Let me help. Give me that Bible. Thank you. Okay. Okay, ready? 2 Peter 2, 8. For that righteous man, that's, that's Lot, dwelling among them and seeing and hearing, vex his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Now that's what's happening to us. We're seeing what's going on and we're vexed. We're vexed by it because the Holy Spirit of God is vexed. We're not vexed. The Holy Spirit of God is vexed, which starts vexing us because we're trying to walk in the Spirit of God and we're getting beat up on the outside. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Amen? Don't question your walk with the Lord based on the, the, the world outside. Oh, it's getting harder and harder to walk with the Lord. No, it's not. It should be easier because it's just getting so wicked out there. It's, it's just getting easier. You should be shining brighter. The darker it gets outside, the brighter you should be shining. It just, just keep your heart right. That's all. And that's hard to do. Verse 10. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh and the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Okay, that's what's going on now. Presumptuous are they, self-willed. They're not afraid to speak evil of dignities. They just speak evil against the President of the United States. Just open publicly, not even privately. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. Even the angels in heaven are not going to speak evil against who God puts in office. Now, God sets up governments. 
And he puts in, all, in, in office whom he will, the Bible says. And it's not our job to speak evil against who's in office represents the people. All right? Our job as Christians is to pray for them. Back them up. Pray for them and, and just pray to the Lord. Lord, please get somebody good in office. That, that, that's your will. That's going to help, help uh, you know, your work. But these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed speak evil of the things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. Verse 13. And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. That's what they're doing now, right? Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. And you can read on and on. How it's just getting, it's the last days. It's the last days, amen? We don't need to be speaking evil against, we don't need to be rioting. We don't need, we don't need to put our hand in that. We need to pray. Pray, pray for those and, and, and uh, ask God for, for his grace and help, amen? And that was a great, uh, Brother Chris asked prayer for, for, for the policemen. We need to pray for our policemen. Pray for them. Um, let, let them know, listen, even, even the Apostle Paul, when the high priest uh, said to, to strike him. Um, Paul rebuked the high priest, and then he asked for forgiveness. He said, even though the high priest was wrong, um, he said, I, I'm sorry, Lord, the Bible says not to speak evil of the ruler of your people. And so uh, we're not to speak evil of people, but we're to pray for them. And, and uh, we're ambassadors, amen, for Christ on this earth. So... All right, we're going to get in the message now. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Amen. Thank the Lord we're on the winning side. No matter what, amen? We're on the winning side. And I'll tell you what, one day, one day there's going to be a man that gets in office who's going to be called, who's going to, his title will be the Antichrist by God's word. And you know what, though? It's God's will for him to be there. It's God's will. You know what? In the end times, all the destruction and fire and and people blowing up and dying like the movies, you know what? It's going to be God doing that. Did you know that? It's not the Antichrist doing that stuff. It's God's wrath being poured out. Don't let Hollywood uh, tarnish the end times, amen? God's wrath is going to be poured out in the last days. Billions of people are going to be dying. Who's doing that? The answer, Christ? No. Satan? No. God. The Lord Jesus Christ himself are going to be opening up the seals in heaven. And one by one, a third of the earth dies here. Another third of the earth dies there. Devils being unleashed from hell. I mean, it's going to be a crazy time. But I won't be there, man. I'll be watching from heaven. 1 Corinthians 10, uh, verses 1. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 1. The Bible says, Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all eat the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. And then when, remember when Moses he smote the rock and water came out? That resembled the Lord Jesus Christ. When they pierced the Lord's side, water came out. The second time, he was not supposed to smite the rock. 
That's what made him uh, die early before going to the promised realm. What was he supposed to do? Speak to the rock. Amen? Speak to it. And water was going to come out. Uh, symbolizing that Christ was only going to die once. But he hit that rock again, and God rebuked Moses. Verse 5, but with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Evil. What do they want? Food, right? Was that food evil? No. Anything becomes you and God. Anything done not God's way, it becomes evil to you. Becomes evil, becomes a lust. Amen? Just walk with God. God will give you. The Bible says, God will give you the desires of your heart. He knows what you need. He knows that we're people. We don't eat grass every day. He'll spread a feast on your table. He'll give you more than what you can handle or uh, what you need. He'll bless you. Bless you with the family and but but all the, the, the necessary things that that uh, you need. You're not going to be under a bridge with sackcloth and ashes, amen, and say, well, you just have me. No, he, God, God is good. God is good. Let's pray. Lord, bless this message, O oh God, and thank you for all you've done for us. Help us all, Lord, to just keep our eyes on you. Pray for, for those in government, for our leaders. And, and Lord, the end times are here. It's at the door, Lord. And, uh, Lord, you are coming back, and I pray, Lord, that you would uh, just please have uh, your will and way, Lord, with each and every one of us. Don't let our lives go in vain, Lord. Use us, Lord, this third base, we're coming home. And I pray, Lord, that we'll keep on running our hardest to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. One thing uh, amazing about the, the, uh, the Israelites when they left Egypt uh, is the miraculous... Deliverance that God did with them. He, God uh, sent the ten plagues. And he told Abraham that, that they were going to be in, in Egypt for 400 years. But God was going to deliver them. Amen? And then he told Moses, uh, it's time. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make myself known. I'm going I'm to be glorified amongst all of Egypt. Amen? Because he was going to judge Egypt. And that's why God hardened the heart of Pharaoh uh, for judgment. And God sent the ten plagues, amen, and brought Egypt out. And, and leaving Egypt is a picture of our salvation. The moment when God freed us uh, from the bondage that we were in, amen. And thank God that he freed us. The moment you got saved, you were freed for, on the inside. You felt life enter into your soul for the first time. And it's never left. Only when you get tied back up with Egypt, right, going back into the world, how many's got saved and then went back into the world a little bit? And the Bible says you lose. See, the Spirit of God bears witness with your spirit that you are the sons of God, that you are children of God. And when you're not walking in the Spirit, you don't have that uh, fellowship. And, and he no longer can, can bear witness with you because that fellowship's broken. Although you are still a child of God. Like the product, that's why God talked about the prodigal son. He's still a son, and God waited every second till the son came home. And when he did, forgiveness was there, uh, restoration was there. And God is willing and can forgive any sin. Amen. 
uh, that, that we commit. And he's, he wants to forgive us. He wants to love us. He wants us to experience his love and affection as, as he is a loving God. Amen. God is just not loving sometimes. God is just not loving when we're good. God is just not loving when we love him back. God is love. Amen. And that's why we know love and why love exists is because God is love. Without that, we'd be like flies flying around or insects. Insects don't love anything, right? But in, within us, we have love and we get the experience. And what, what hurts and messes up is hatred and what sin and all the works of our flesh that we bear naturally. Thank God, though, that he brought us out of Egypt. Thank God for this church here. Uh, we, we had a great work day on Monday. Everybody put their hand to the plow, and everybody just comes, and I, I thank God for this church. I hope the best memories of your life are here. I, mean, I hope you have amazing other memories in life, amen, whatever it is. Uh, but I hope when you look back and you say, man, I thank God for this church. Thank God for the people of this church. When they left Egypt, amen, they had to decide to leave. They weren't forced to leave. They chose to leave. And the Bible says there was a mixed multitude that went out with them. People that were not Jewish, amen, they went out with the Jews. They went out with Israel um, because they believed in God. And they knew that is, uh, the Jews served the true and living God. And they said, we want, we want to be with them. We're going with them. Even though it was a step of faith, leaving Egypt, the most powerful nation at that time, all the world flooding into Egypt for, for the, uh, uh, the glory of it and the trade and, and the splendor um, and, and seeing uh, how Egypt um, was just flourishing. They were willing to leave with a group of people that were going nowhere. Amen. It was a step of faith. It was a step of faith for them. But they left Egypt and everybody had to make the decision to leave. They weren't forced to leave. They left Egypt. They were going uh, by faith. They just believed that, that God was going to take them to somewhere greater. Amen? The children of Israel are a picture of the church in the wilderness. Amen? We're not home yet, but yet we're together. We're moving forward to somewhere greater. Together. We made the decision. When you got saved, you made the decision. I got to get saved. Receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And you made the decision now to, to be a part of a church. They made the decision uh, to, to go somewhere greater, to be something greater. They made a decision to stay together. Amen. Thank God for this church here where people uh, come and um, some are more faithful than others. But nonetheless, you made the decision that I'm staying together. I'm staying with this church. I'm staying. This is where God uh, sent me. Uh, this is where God has me. I'm sticking it out. I'm staying. And they had uh, issues. If you read about the children of Israel wandering around for 40 years, they had their issues. You had people rising up against uh, Moses. You had his own sister um, uh, try to betray him. Audrey? No. That's my sister. <laughs> you, had, 
you had just uh, a people going against and trying to disturb and, and, and try to lead the pe- people back into Egypt. Amen? Compromise. Try to bring down everything that God was doing. Let's, let's go back to Egypt. People discouraging the hearts of the people. People, um, when, when, when Moses sent the 12 spies into the, to the land of Canaan, 10 of the main people, 10 of the main men, 10 representatives from each tribe brought back bad news. Only two. Two out of the 12 total brought back good news. They weren't there to see if they could conquer the land. They were just there to check it out and say, this is the land God's given us. But the 10 came back and said, no, we can't take this land. That wasn't the question. The question was, go see the land that God's going to give us. Amen? And the majority discouraged the hearts of the people so that they were unable at that point to go take the land because the hearts were taken. And God said, now you're going to wander around in the wilderness for 40 more years. But let me tell you this. They, they got through that time. They stuck it out together. They made a decision this day. Listen, the, the children of Israel could have left at any time. They weren't handcuffed to stay all together. A family, if they wanted to leave, they can go. In fact, if they didn't follow uh, the word of God, they would get kicked out of the camp. If they were found working on the Sabbath day, you're out. If they were um, not following the ordinances that Moses gave them, you're out of here. You're gone getting kicked out of the camp. They didn't want that. Everybody there in the, within the children of Israel was there because they decided to stay. And they were there because they decided to follow the word of God. They pledged in their heart to be faithful to God. And I'm going to follow the word of God And I'm going to stay. I'm going to be here as part of God's people. They made a decision to stay together. Always uh, amazes me how many different people that there are. There's 12 tribes. And if you read uh, how God centered it, it was the tabernacle in the middle. And there was four tribes and four tribes and four tribes and, and four tribes all wrapped around God and worshiping God. And all the families revolved themselves around the tabernacle. Listen, if church comes second place in your life, if God comes second place in your life, then you're not going to make it. He's got to be number one. Down to moving. Down to, listen, we're going on vacation. Or the, usually when we go on vacation, now we watch it on live stream this year, but our first thing that we do is not where we're going to uh, go when we get there, no, where we're going to go to church when we get there, if we're going to be gone on Wednesday night. That's our first main goal. What good churches in that area? Are there any? If not, we're not going there. Can we make it to a good church? Why? Because our family has to revolve. That's the only way you're going to make it in this world. That's the only way you're going to make it outside of Egypt, wandering around in the wilderness. You have to be, revolve yourself around God. 
around the things of God, around church, around the Bible, around the prayer, you won't make it. But so many different families, you get a lot of people together. I was talking about it this week. Kayla and Philip, they'll be playing together one minute. Guess what they do the next minute? They're fighting. And they're brother and sister. You get a church with all different types of people. What do you think is going to happen? Brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, we're, we're praying together. Next thing you know, we're going to be fighting together. And that's, that's just who we are, right? Welcome to being a person. And welcome to being a Christian. Amen. But you know what kept them together? They decided to stay. They decided to get through all those issues. They knew, they understood that there's going to be problems. But they made a decision to stay. No matter how many different families, no matter who it was, they, they decided to stay. They made a decision to follow the word of God. In order to stay within the camp of Israel, they followed the word of God. They followed it. They'd get kicked out. They could have left, though. There was nothing holding them in there. So their, their pledge to God was, listen, we're going to follow. Lord, Moses, uh, you, you go to meet God. And whatever he tells you, just tell us. And we'll follow it. We'll, we will obey. And yeah, they needed a lot of reminders. And yes, they needed uh, uh, some um, stern reminders. Amen. But nonetheless, their heart's pledge was, God, I'm here. Our family's here to follow you through thick and thin. And they made that decision to follow God's word. They made the decision to follow the man of God. Now Moses, he had his issues too. There was one time where he got, he married this lady he shouldn't have married probably, but it happened. Everybody know that story? And it, it caused problems, but guess what? They got through that also. The, why? Because they made the decision to stay. They made the decision to follow God. They made the decision to follow the Word of God. And they made the decision to follow the man of God. And that enabled them to get through over the... Listen, with simple marriage, if there's no pledge of marriage... What's going to keep a man and woman together through the tough times? I don't know. Man, but when somebody gets married, it really helps them stay together because it was a pledge to, remind it, to be reminded of the vows. Amen? They made a decision to follow God. When the cloud went up, guess what happened to the whole camp? They moved. When the cloud descended on the tabernacle, guess what happened? They stayed. They moved when God moved them. Period. That's a church. They followed God. They followed the man of God. They, fo they stayed together. And everybody, as one camp moved when God moved. 
stayed when God stayed. They were the church in the wilderness. Amen. The Bible says in verse 2, and we're all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. Baptized means to submerge. There's a lot of baptisms in the word of God. Just because you see baptism doesn't mean water baptism like we do up here. Amen. This is the baptism unto Moses. If, you, if the NIV calls it the baptism into Moses, that's, that's blasphemy. That's what the Pharisees Pharisee said. We follow Moses. Amen. Go ahead. Follow Moses. Be baptized into Moses. They were baptized unto Moses. We're baptized into Christ. Amen. The NIV puts up Moses as God in the NIV. They were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They were submersed in the cloud. Submerse themselves with the presence of God. Pledge to follow God. Pledge to follow uh, whatever God tells them to do. In the sea, when they crossed the Red Sea, being reminded uh, of, of their salvation, delivered from Egypt, God always told them, don't forget that I delivered you from Egypt. Don't forget it. And tell your children and your children's children about the time you got saved. Because they're going to know nothing about it. All they're going to know in years to come is all the blessings of God. But they're never going to know the great, miraculous deliverance of God unless you tell them. Unless you live for me. Unless you follow me and remind them. The next generation and their generation of all the mighty things I've done for you. They fought together. All the battles, they fought together. You read the book of Numbers. It's not just about numbers. It's about a lot of battles they had. They fought together. They moved forward together. They worked together. It took them two years to build the tabernacle from scratch. Do you know that? To only two years. With no certain place, this miraculous structure with gold rings. and I mean, you read about it. Only two years. Why? Because they all did it together. So many, uh, what beautiful things can be accomplished. I hear all the time, Pastor, um, wouldn't it be nice to start a a little children's um, home for um, orphan kids or for uh, uh, kids with no... um, nowhere to go or nowhere to live or, or a woman's recovery house or, or this and that. You know, I see the hearts burning for, to, to reach people. But there comes a time where it has to be nurtured first. And then as a church family, we do it all together. Amen? Why? Because the devil would single that person out and, and, and let them run with, with what they have with no help and no prayer behind them or no resources behind them. But as a church family, we do things together. They work together. They went through problems together. This church is not going to be perfect, I'll tell you that. And I'm not perfect. But I'll tell you what, we're going to go through problems together. It's going to strengthen us. Now, I do have some things figured out. But being a pastor, I do not have it figured out at all. I'm, my ears, I'm not even wet by ears. My ears are still forming. But one thing I do know is that God called me 
I pledge to the Lord that I'll be up here. And I promise you, I love you. And I'm going to stay behind you. And that's the best I can do. And let God grow me from there. And if we can grow together and we can go through problems together and we can work together, then we can move forward together. They went through trials together. You read about the children of Israel. And the Bible says it's written for our example, for the church today. All the things they went through, all the problems they went through. It wasn't just for them. It's for us to show us we're going to go through the same things. But how did they make it? How did they cross that Jordan River? Because they pledged that they're not going to give up. And where God has them, they're staying. And when God moves, they move. And when God stays, they stay. And they go through trials together. They go through problems together. They follow God's word together. And they let God bless them. We're gospel like Baptist church. Amen. And let's move forward together. Despite of what this world says or what's going on, God has a work for us to do. It starts here. The Bible says judgment first in 1 Peter. Judgment first must begin at the house of God. Don't let at the outside look in here and see what as a church can we do now. Come up with ideas. Come up with with what God has instilled in you. And let's put it to use as a church family for the furtherance of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you, Lord, so much for all you've done. Lord, we thank you for this church, for everybody here. Lord, for the hearts that have pledged their faithfulness to you, despite of who they are, Lord, despite of our shortcomings, despite of our failures and faults. Lord, we're going to get through it together. We're going to see each other fall. We're going to see each other drift away. But, Lord, we're family. We're going to be together forever, Lord. So help us, Lord, to stay together now. Help us, Lord, to never let, Lord, a a fallen brother, Lord, be trampled over. Let's get right there and pray for him and love him and and see him restored. Lord, uh, uh, discourage brother or sister, maybe one going through depression. Lord, whatever the case may be, help us all to stay together as a church family. We're family. And I pray, Lord, you'll give us the grace to move forward together. As we see the cloud descending from above, Lord, in this place, the Holy Spirit of God, fill this place. Lord, we get to move. And when we see it go up, Lord, uh, we get to move. And then we come down, we stay. And I pray, oh God, that you'll, you'll bless us, help us, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to sing a hymn. God spoke to your heart. Amen. You've never pledged to God to be faithful to him. No matter where he has you, no matter what what you go through, that's going to be a start. Let's all stand.
531. We're going to sing this without piano. Here we go. Jesus is all the world to me. Lord, him no power. I'm sorry. 531. Jesus, my Lord, will love me forever. From him no power of evil can sever. He gave his life to ransom my soul. Now I belong to him. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me. Not for the years of time alone, but for eternity. On a second. Once I was lost in sin's degradation, Jesus came down to bring me salvation, lifted me up from sorrow and shame. Now I belong to Him. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me, not for the years of time alone, but for eternity. On the last verse, let's sing it out. Joy floods my soul, for Jesus has saved me, freed me from sin that long had enslaved me. His precious blood He gave to redeem. Now I belong to Him. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me. Not for the years of time alone but for eternity. Amen. We have some a little fellowship downstairs after service. Amen. And uh, we're going to pray for that. Brother Paul, would you come and close us in prayer and ask the Lord's blessing on the food. Lord, we thank you for tonight's service, um, the words uh, that the pastor gave us. It is, the end is near. I can't see it in any other way. But Lord, just be with us and guide us and protect us as we go out, you know, go forward. Give us the strength that we need to endure. And we just thank you for that. But we also thank you for just being there for us. And we pray to you now for our, our food tonight and our fellowship. And we just thank you for everything. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.